This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Meyer and this is Kelly in the Capitol on News Nation. Each week we take you both inside Washington and out of the DC bubble to hear what voters are really saying. From the campaign trail to our nation's capital, I'll take you inside the world of Washington's power players to hold them accountable and get you answers. This is Kelly in the Capitol on News Nation. Hey guys, Kelly Meyer coming at you with Another episode of Kelly in the Capitol. I just got back from the Iowa State Fair. Now, this was bucket list item for me. This was something that I've always wanted to go check out. I've heard about it, living in Washington, D.C., and covering uh, political campaigns in the 2016 election, the 2020 election. I never had a chance to go to Iowa, so I was very curious to see what it was all about. Very much uh, fried food everywhere. Uh presidential candidates everywhere and my favorite voters everywhere because I love talking with uh, you guys out there across the country. So it was it was a blast and we really got to catch up with a lot of the candidates that are running right now. We got a one-on-one with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on our first day out there, then happened to run into former Vice President Mike Pence as he was walking down the main uh, street at the Iowa State Fair with press all around him. I just was eating my cotton candy in peace and then happened to see him walking down. So we were able to get him to come over to our News Nation uh, setup and our set there. And then uh, the next day, we also caught up with Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. Uh, and we're able to talk with him a little bit, kind of an underdog candidate, but um, was very conversational. He was sipping on his lemonade, put it aside, talk with us for a little bit. And just everyone was uh, so... I would say a bit more uh, relaxed. It was kind of off the cuff, more uh, just easier to talk with the candidates. They were in a more laid back setting. So it just naturally was a more laid back conversation. So what we talked about, obviously asked them, you know, what they were eating, what they were excited for, what they were hearing from voters, in addition to all the other all the other political uh, headlines at the moment as well. So there was a lot to catch up on. Um We'll start first with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. We spoke with him about the state of the race currently, um, basically because he has been, you know, kind of dropping in the polls in Iowa and across the country. He uh, has some campaign shakeups lately. Uh, Just before we went out there, he had uh, they got rid of their campaign manager So a lot of uh, shifts in their campaign at the moment. Uh, So it was really interesting to catch up with him about how he is doing overall, how he sees himself in the state of the race, and how he's doing particularly in Iowa. Take a listen. 
I know I asked you out there, but I wanted to again, just how critical are these next two weeks? You know, the the fair, the debate, I know it's been down the polls here in Iowa a little bit, the campaign shakeup. Should voters read into, into this? Voters should focus on the substance. Well, first of all, it's not even important for voters. They focus on substance. They don't care about the process. They care about the future of the country. And they want to see what you as president will do uh, to get this country going in a better direction. And so anytime you have an opportunity you know, to speak to a crowd here and take questions, to be at the fair, to do a debate, those are obviously great opportunities. And the more we're able to do that, uh, the better that, that we're able to do. And in Iowa, we've been able to you know, develop a following because we're showing up to people's communities. And you got to earn this nomination and you got to earn the presidency. Uh, nobody's entitled to it. And voters expect you to make your case. And you're going to be out there this Saturday. Um, Trump is also going to be there. He's bringing the Florida delegation that's endorsed him. Do you feel like he's trolling you in some way? What do you, what's your reaction to this? Well, look, I, just, I think it just shows, like, I'm the guy that takes, you know, I get attacked by the left, the Democrats, Biden, Harris, the media, Trump. So I must be somebody that they consider to be a threat, because if not, you would kind of just ignore and go on. But I can tell you this, I, I'm going to be there with, with Governor Kim Reynolds. Uh, you know, Donald Trump has attacked Governor Kim Reynolds. She's done a great job here. Iowans love her. Uh, I'm proud as a Republican to see a Republican governor like Kim Reynolds get so many great things done. I don't believe it's good for the party to be attacking people like Kim Reynolds. And so we're going to do the fair side chat with her. Trump is not doing that chat. So I think most Iowans, you know, want to see, you know, how are Iowans responding to you? And I'm fortunate to say we've got more endorsements from legislators in Iowa uh, than any candidate running by far. And that is going to mean more to people in their communities than trying to pull whatever they're trying to pull. And you mentioned the attacks as well. Uh, Trump on, is not going to be on stage with, at the debate. Uh, you'll be the next front runner in line. Do you feel like people are going to be aiming their attacks at you? And how are you preparing right now for that first debate? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, look, I, you know, when, when they're attacking you, that means you're over the target. So we're, we're happy to field that, and, and we'll, uh, we'll hold our own. Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, I'm running to actually win the presidency and do all these great things. I don't have any other motive. I don't want to get a, a cable news deal. I'm not trying to sell, sell anything. I don't want a cabinet post. Uh, we're running. We're running to win. And we've got a record of achievement that I think our voters appreciate because politicians overpromise and underdeliver. We've actually delivered on everything we promised and overdelivered in many respects, and that's what we need in Washington. The time for excuses is over. We got to get the job done. You got to beat Biden. You got to get in there, and you got to get all this stuff done. We will do it because at the end of the day, our country's in decline, and we need to reverse the decline. I just want to ask. I know you're going around with Never Back Down, the bus, and everything um, as a special guest. I was curious. Um, you know. Does that mean anything that you're not going around with your own campaign bus? You guys are combining forces. Is it unusual to go around with Never Back Down? What well, so, that no, I mean, I think when, when, the, when this group was formed, you know, usually these groups just run TV ads, and they said they're going to do a lot of grassroots stuff. So they started creating an organization before I was even a candidate. And so that's really, really positive to see that. And so, you know, anything we can tap into uh, to be able to advance the message, we're going to do. But I think it's really unprecedented the success they've had to start this organization, sign up a lot of people. We've got some of the best activists in Iowa that have been supporting us since before I announced for president. I obviously couldn't have done that at the time because I didn't have a com campaign committee. So they really got ahead, and we are right now uh, ahead of where we thought we would be in Iowa when we launched the campaign. There's a lot more work to do, but uh, we're very pleased with the progress.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, as you heard there, DeSantis feels as though he has the momentum in Iowa and with voters. So from voters I've talked to, and this is over the last several months, really, that we've been going out to Iowa since May was my first trip, the first weekend of May, um, and they were just getting to know DeSantis. They seem to walk out of events with him. You know, many like him still. For many, he is still their second pick if the nominee isn't Trump. But for others, they do and have described him as stiff or kind of robotic or not as able to you know, relate or resonate with some of the voters. Um, on this trip, some of what he said at the same campaign stops were the same jokes he kept retelling at different spots um, or sticking kind of to the same script where you see someone like Ramaswamy, for example, Vivek, going a little bit more off the cuff. Um, voters see that, especially in Iowa, and candidates like Vivek or like Nikki Haley or Tim Scott have been growing um in their mindset or or kind of polls in in the indication as well you could see that those have been growing in their favor so it's interesting to me that former president trump kind of set desantis up as his opponent his main republican rival and i always wonder did that bring him to the levels he's at more than really his own uh, ability to do this or was he the most formidable opponent of his or not um so i always think about that um as we're on the road uh, would he be where he is at if former President Trump didn't bring him up or make him the name that he was fighting against this whole time? In any case, let's talk about someone else who knows former President Trump. So we got to catch up with Pence, uh, you know, about this being his first Iowa State Fair as a presidential candidate. This comes after his former running mate's latest indictment. Um, so there was a lot to catch up on, uh, but he was really focused on the fair, Iowa, the voters, he is really focusing on that state uh, for the evangelical vote. He's obviously uh, talks a lot about his Christian faith. That has been getting across to voters there. That's very important to Iowa voters that we've been talking to, Iowa Republican voters for sure. Um, we did the interview with him with his wife, Karen. And we also talked a little bit about the debate coming up. And uh, I brought up a moment from one of his previous debates that was uh, made you know, lives in history, uh, lives on, and was a pretty infamous moment from his vice presidential debate, if you'll remember, the fly landing on his head back then when he was debating uh, back in, what was it, 2020, I believe? 
Uh, so take a listen to what Pence had to say. I know we were talking a little bit about, you know, what you hope to hear from voters here. How are you feeling going into this weekend? There's a lot of other candidates that are going to be out here. Um, how are you feeling about your prospects in Iowa and really across the country? Oh, we love it. We're just uh, so grateful for the uh, support that we've received already from people across Iowa. Look, we're... Um, somebody said to me the other day that uh, they think I have a bias for states that start in I and end in A. You know, we're Hoosiers. We're from Indiana, and frankly, Iowa feels like home. And so the chance to be here in the first in the nation state, to be able to introduce ourselves and our family in a new and renewed way is a great privilege. And uh, But actually being out here at the Iowa State Fair is a particular joy because it I'll tell you, uh, Iowa knows how to do a state fair. <laughs> is it, I mean, this is your first time really coming back as a presidential candidate yourself. How does that feel? Different change of pace or same kind of feeling? Well, I, you know, for me, that's the great thing about, uh, that's the great thing about Iowa is that uh, whether it was when I was vice president of the United States or as a candidate, uh, people are so gracious. It's not that everybody agrees with it or everybody supports us, but Look, this is uh, this is the heartland. People have that uh, Midwestern respect, and uh, being here at some public forums, taking questions, uh, something that we really relish. And, and I'll tell you, I'm I'm absolutely convinced that we need new leadership in the White House, but also we need new leadership in the Republican Party to get there. And uh, I think more and more people uh, that are talking to us about this campaign recognize that. Uh, and when that debate comes around in just a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to laying out my case uh, for where I want to take the party and take the country. And uh, uh, it's the same case we're taking to living rooms and barns and uh, pizza ranches and Casey's all over Iowa and, and just as many places like that in New Hampshire. I'm glad you mentioned that because I wanted to ask how you're preparing for that debate. Um, and I also caught up with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, your former boss, former President Trump, isn't set to be on the stage, so... DeSantis is thinking that the attacks are going to be aimed at him since he's the next front runner behind him. Do you feel as though that's going to be the case? Are you aiming your attacks at DeSantis, or what's your strategy going into the debate? Well, you know, I've had a little bit of experience with nationally televised debates, and uh, for me, it's always about talking to the American people. Now, there's going to be choices. There's differences, frankly, with the governor of Florida, with other leading candidates, and I hope my former running mate is there, too. What I'm going to seek to do in Milwaukee is really talk to the American people, you know, have an opportunity to reintroduce ourselves, our values. My whole career, far beyond being vice president, but also being a governor, being a conservative in the Congress, and being a son of the heartland. And uh, So I, I'm looking forward to being up there, sharing that vision, and, uh, and never forgetting that uh, uh, it's not so much about what happens between the candidates. It's, uh, uh, it's the opportunity to speak to the American people. No flies, right? Was there the fly the last? Was it the fly the last? Well, I think I'm going to bring a fly swatter this time. Okay. I just uh, there you, know, you go. You're you know, ready? they had a plexiglass wall at that vice presidential debate, but it wasn't tall enough to stop a fly. Wasn't tall enough to stop. And uh, are you going to be here? I know you said your former running mate's going to be here this weekend. Yeah. Um, running into him at all? Any words for him? Or you know, I know he's not really participating in the fair side chats with Governor Reynolds, kind of doing a separate event. What do you make of all that? Are you? You know, I'm, I'm here to meet people of Iowa. Uh, we're here to talk to the people of Iowa, share our story. You know, because one of the things we've realized is that, you know, we're well known, but I don't think we're known well. I mean, I, I, think, I think people don't necessarily know me much beyond 
being that loyal vice president who stood beside the president every day until my oath to the Constitution required me to do otherwise. But the opportunity really to be out among people and uh, let them hear our hearts, our passion for this country, it's a real joy. So I'll let all the other candidates uh, do their thing here at the Iowa State Fair, but we're here to talk to people in the Hawkeye State. And any foods you're trying? I guess I have to ask that question, too. You want to do a lemon shake-up, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> lemon shake-up? You got any favorites? I like the pork. Yeah, pulled pork. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be headed to the pork tent tomorrow, for sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll meet you there. This is my first fair, so I got to And we, will, we won't oh. be in the same place all the time, because I'm going to go... I'm going to go to the livestock. Okay. All right. Yeah, I want to go see the honeybees, and I want to see the um, the bunnies and, and the art art fair things that I'm interested in. So I'm gonna, yeah, yeah we'll I'm going to go with Karen then. Yeah. I, like those, yeah. I, I like that idea. <laughs> I like that. Right? Yes, yeah. I'm with her. Yeah. Thank you so much, Thank Vice you. President. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. Thank you. Real Thank pleasure. You. Okay, so our last... Uh, one-on-one with one of the presidential candidates was Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. I was excited for this one, not only because not only because our girl Cynthia helped uh, hook us up with finding him and uh, stalking him out on the road there and, and getting him to us, uh, but I had never talked to him before. Um, I know he's kind of one of those lesser-known candidates, and I really love talking with those kind of candidates because you never know what they're going to say. Um they're generally, to me, more willing to talk um, than some of the bigger name people talk with people like me. And uh, they are, you know, I think it's interesting for us as reporters to talk with them and get to know them and then share it with the viewers. And I think that's what Suarez touched on as we chatted was, you know, you've been covering us, you meaning News Nation has given us a chance, covered us. And that's the only way that people are going to know whether they should support us or not, uh, is if you cover us, you put us on air, you get our message out there, people see if they respond to it or not. And that's how it all goes. And then that's how people feel engaged and want to vote in 2024. So that's why we're here. So I think that was really cool to talk with him about that. Um, so we touched on that a little bit. We talked about the debate. And how he was saying he would drop out of the race if he didn't make the stage. Um, and, you know, just talked about who he is as a candidate so people could get to know him. So take a listen to Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I got the corn in the cob. Oh, so good. So good. What was your favorite? The corn dog, yeah. for sure. It was like so fresh. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You were saying about, you know, your conversation with voters. Yeah. What do you feel like is the main thing they're talking to you about or what the main thing they want to know about? Well, they want to know who you are. 
I'm introducing myself to them because many of them don't know me. Um, I'm telling them our story of American prosperity and freedom, where we're number one in wage growth. Uh, we've created an ecosystem that uh, has the lowest unemployment in America, low homelessness, homicide rate that's down by 37% from a 1964 per capita low. This is not what's happening in American cities. And they see that and they understand that 85% of the population of our country is in American cities and towns, and 91% of our GDP. So they understand that though that skill set of solving those big problems can translate to American prosperity for a generation, and that's why I'm running for president. You mentioned that whoever doesn't make the debate stage yeah. should should not should drop out of the race. Do you feel that way still, or are you planning to get the debate stage? I do feel that way. I'll say that one of the frustrating parts has been the fact that you know I've only been in this race for two months, and I'm, I'm building my national profile. Um, and so I'd say about a third of the of the polls haven't even put my name in the poll. So that is a bit unfair. Um, it's not the Republican Party's fault. That's a, that's a, the fault of the fact that pollsters just for whatever reason haven't put my name in there. So, you know, I, I don't think they could have anticipated that. So we're having conversations with them. We're sending them polls. We feel good about making it under the normal threshold. We've already made the donor threshold, the 200 uh, donors in 20 state threshold. So it's, it, it, you know, I want to have an opportunity as the only Hispanic candidate from either party to tell my story to the American people. Uh, you know, stations like yours have given me tremendous amount of opportunities, uh, but it's important because if the American people don't get to know you, it's impossible for them to support you. Would you would you then drop out of the race if you don't, or would you stay? Look, I, I'm I'm fighting very hard because what I want when people get that phone call, I want them to vote for me in that poll so that I have an opportunity to tell them my story at scale. Uh, for the first time on equal footing with the other eight candidates. So that's what I'm going to be focused on for the next 10 days. And you've been doing the, the strategy similar to Bergham's with the, the gift card handouts for donations. How has that been going? Well, it helped us reach uh, our goal very quickly. And I think it's frustrated some candidates who are better known, um, who have taken longer, and that's okay. Uh, you know, our goal was to, to, to be innovative, and that's the kind of presidency that I'm going to have, is a presidency that's innovative, that's entrepreneurial, um, and that focuses on success. And you mentioned voters are still shopping. Yes, sir. TV. Yes, sir. Good to see you. Yeah, there keep you go. up the good work. You got it. Appreciate it. Ciao. Um, you mentioned voters, like you saw here. Yeah. Uh, still shopping, you say, as you put it, for yeah. the candidate. What What's your reaction? What What makes you say that? I, I think the question that voters are asking themselves is question number one: Do they want to see a repeat of the 2020 election? Uh, you see consistently in polls that the answer to that is no. However, right now the dominant uh, you know, candidates are the same candidates from the 2020 election. So the question is, if voters start to pivot, if they start to look for something new and different, I think I check all the boxes. I'm someone that can expand the party. I'm someone that's had a successful, um, you know, career both in the public and private sector. And I'm someone that's articulated a vision of how to solve big problems in America. And I wanted to ask you... <laughs> how are you doing? Come on in here. How are you? I'm Thanks for giving me an opportunity to get to meet you and tell my story and, and to hopefully gain your confidence. There you go. There you go. Thanks so much. That's what I love about Iowa. <laughs> like I said, they it's come amazing. right up to you. They come up to you and I, listen, I'm used to that as a local elected official. You love to interact with people. And I think when you're picking a president, you're picking a set of policies, but you're also picking a personality. Who is a person that can bring people together? Who can unite this country? Um, who can build relationships, not just internally with our congressional delegation, with our senatorial delegation, but also who can build relationships uh, you know, in foreign policy? Uh, that's how America becomes the strongest country uh, in the planet, and that's what we should be.
Last one I want to ask you, I don't want to keep you too long, but the Hunter Biden news that came out today about the special counsel, do you feel as though that's something you're hearing from voters or something you're talking about, or do you think it's really a focus of what you're campaigning on? Or? The only people that have asked me that question are people with a microphone. But uh, I, I can imagine that as I talk to Republicans, they do feel that there is a two-tier justice system. And so the fact that we do have to restore confidence for a democracy to thrive in our justice system, that's a fundamental pillar of democracy. And so as president, uh, I'm going to make sure that people feel confident in our justice system. It's so nice to meet you, Mayor. Thank you. Good luck to you. So nice to meet you guys. We appreciate the time and good luck to you. <laughs> get the corn dog, get the lemonade. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So thank you for sticking with me through those uh, interviews and recapping. This is just pod one for Iowa State Fair because we were there for seven days and got a whole lot of content. The next one uh, that we're going to put out is more uh, focused on voters themselves. So I hope you'll tune into that one because that one is really important and really kind of focuses on what people are saying. And I think it's really important, especially if there's listeners in the Washington, D.C. bubble that want to know what people are thinking outside of the bubble. It helps a lot. Um, We talk with a really wide range of voters from staunch Republicans to undecided to a Democrat visiting from California. So we got it all and we're going to play it in the next podcast. So I hope you'll tune in. Uh, But in the meantime, there are new ways to catch News Nation. I hope you check us out. Uh, We're on all streaming services and actually we are on Apple CarPlay and Amazon Alexa. So you can check us out there. So we're basically everywhere. Uh, So tune in next time for Kelly in the Capitol. I hope to see you then. To see what I'm up to next, make sure you tune in to News Nation. Don't know how to watch us? Go to www.joinnn.com. Enter your zip code and the channel finder will show you the broadcast channel we're on in your area. And don't forget, we're also on all streamers, Hulu, Roku, YouTube TV. Have a story you think I need to know about? Then drop me a note at kmeyer at newsnationnow.com. Catch you next time. This is News Nation's Kelly Meyer, and you've been listening to Kelly in the Capitol.